they didn't think we'd make it this far. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stash Club Wrestling Podcast, episode number five. Uh, today, as you might see visually, hearing it might not sound, maybe it sounds a little different, but we have a little bit different of a setup today. Uh, me and John are recording this podcast, not together, remotely today. Um, I'm sick. Know, things happen. John's sick. I'm sick. John's sick. So I'm recording it We're in working bed. with what we got. John's a trooper. And he has Jimmy Garoppolo as his background on Zoom, too, for all the people watching at home. Uh, we're we're going to make this as grave an episode as we can with the circumstances. And today we're going to do something a little different as well before we introduce ourselves. Um, we're going to be talking about some end of the year stuff. Um, you know, end of 2022, 2023 is a few weeks away. We kind of wanted to break down the best, the worst, our thoughts, opinion on the year of 2022, and just kind of talk about some of the highlights of the year. Um, but before we get going, I'll introduce myself. My name is Dante Toro. Follow me on Twitter, Dante on deck, Dante Toro everywhere else. Um, John? My name is John. You can follow me at Raspy Taylor and all that stuff. Um, and if you, can, if, you, if you don't believe me that I'm sick, I think everyone can hear it in my voice. So don't worry. Um, but John is not a liar. I think this is the first annual, dare I say, S. See or let's what do we call it? We didn't think of a name. Stash Club Awards, <laughs> the Stash Club Awards, the SCAs, SCAs, the SCAs. Welcome, I hope that's not something bad. Uh well, people, we don't, we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the first annual SCAs. We're gonna run down uh, and give out a bunch of awards for things like wrestler of the year and match of the year. And da, 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 da. Um, oh, before we do get started, John, I do think we should talk about one thing that yes. fans definitely are going to want us to cover. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So uh, prior to this recording, usually we record on Thursdays, too. So we're a little we're a day ahead of some stuff as well. So that's also why we're not talking about some event, events because we didn't really get to everything this week. But one part of news that did come out this week is that uh, apparently Vince McMahon is going to attempt to make a comeback uh, in the WWE um, there's reports of all these allegations saying, you know, he got some bad advice, people telling him to step down when he really didn't have to. He could have everything would have gotten, you know, forgotten about push this side. And that sounds as scummy um, as, you know, it sounds scummy because Vince McMahon is a scumbag. So uh, I don't want to we're not really going to dive too deep into this. We're just kind of going to give our thoughts here because we know people want our thoughts. Um, my opinion, John, is I don't give. Uh, two shits about Vince McMahon. I don't want him anywhere near the WWE. It's fine the way it is. Um, and if he comes in, I think it would, you know, drastically would change going back to the way it was, which was borderline unwatchable for a while. Um, and I also believe no one in WWE. I did see a report um, that higher ups in WWE want no part of him, which true or not, you can, I believe that. So, I mean, there's not really much to say then. No, the old man should stay retired and should probably focus on his million lawsuits that have come his way and probably will continue to come his way. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I think most of the wrestling community is also on the same page, except for, a you know, a small um, sum, which is why I don't think we're going to spend too much time on it. But, yeah, I think we're on the same page. If we don't want Vince McMahon back. Um, fuck him. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's it's over. It's a wrap. Don't come back. Um. Yeah, there's not. I know. I know some people are like, "Oh, like I want to hear your thoughts on it." And da da da. Um, that's really he, it. I don't want to see him back. That's that's uh, that that's about it. I hope I hope he doesn't come back. I Triple H has done a good enough job. He's done a great job. I would even I would even dare to say. 
Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> like it's not, you know, yeah. I wish, I yeah. wish, you know, I don't even want to say, I wish we had more to say. There isn't much more to say. So it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Out with the old and with the new. And I think mm-hmm. WWE is in, is in, uh, great hands with triple H. So I think, keep I it think the it way be, it is. I think it would be a pretty poor decision to elect to bring him back just just for for a multitude of obvious reasons um that you know scw does not support or condone so um, one thousand percent i think that i think that kind of covers our thoughts and one thing i do want to add before we get going with the list i forgot to mention this um the people watching uh i do have 76ers and lakers stuff behind me uh people are probably very confused why because i'm a boston guy well, for clutch points, we do this YouTube series called the Flex League Fantasy Football. Each week, if you lose, you're on a loser wheel. You can do a punishment. I lost one week, and my punishment for the rest of the year is to have these posters hanging up in my room. So if anyone's wondering, I am not a Lakers Sixers fan. I am just a fantasy football loser. That's all it is. Those are pretty sweet punishments, though. You get like a like a dope vintage poster. I didn't have to pay for them. So yeah, that's I, what mean, I mean, it is, what it, it is what it is. So wow. I, it is, it was, it's a good punishment. It's like, you know, teams I hate, but it, it's have, harmless. We so. have the craziest backgrounds for a wrestling award show. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah, we have, uh, we have teams so that we're not stupid. fans of and, and that most handsome quarterback in, in the NFL. Damn right. Okay, so let's get started. I th- I'd say we start with the bottom up. Like, we're not going to start with, like, match of the year, wrestlers of the year, stuff like that. So I want to start, John, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Let's start with our least favorite moment okay, of the year. Okay, pop off. Let's start, let's start, let's start off a little uh, a little bad here, a little sour. Um, so I actually have two of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not exact moments, but more so situations. So the first one I have is WWE fumbling the bag with Sasha and Naomi. Um, mm. Obviously, that's a pre-Triple H um, issue. Triple H try is has tried or is trying to bring them back. Who knows what's going to happen there? Um, but just the fact that WWE let two of the most talented, if not the two most talented female wrestlers on their roster walk away or, you know, fire them or release them whatever it may be um especially sasha banks i I mean she she is a star i mean she's gonna go down as one of the best female wrestlers of this generation um it's gonna suck that wwe is gonna lose a name like her so i'm gonna go with that and the other one i have is the entire build-up to roman reigns brock lesnar wrestlemania like overall the match like the ending of it Combining the belts, sure, it is what it is. But the whole Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble or losing the belt early in the night, winning the Rumble, which was so predictable, and then uh, going into the Elimination Chamber and winning the belt and then combining the two, it it didn't. They did too much. I think they could have kept it so much simpler than it was. Um, and it was just a very predictable buildup to the, to the event. Again, like the match was what it was. They did what they had to do, but the buildup, not for me. Not for me. You're you're really good at looking at the camera while you talk. That's crazy. Uh, am I doing a good job at that? I'm you're trying to be really mindful of that. it. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I, I, this is what I usually have to do when I film. So I, I try to get try to get used to it. But all right, John, what, what's your least favorite? Um, I have a list of a couple that I want to choose from. Um, I'll start with what I think wins the award. Or you know what? Here's what we'll do. Here are the nominees. Okay. For okay. least like favorite it. moment. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do this for all of them. I don't have a list. Just like for whatever reason, this is the list. Yeah. The nominees for least favorite moment. Uh, Vince McMahon getting in the ring to square up with Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. 
Good one. Uh, the handling of Austin Theory's Money in the Bank win and cash. Good one. Um, mm-hmm. Ronda and Brock winning the Rumble. Uh, Nyla Rose stealing the TBS title and that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW ending the casino, uh, fucking whatever it was, the the ladder match with the casino chip thing. Mm-hmm. Um, with the mast. I mean, it ended up being MJF and everything ended up cool, but like the whole mast thing. I remember at the time that wasn't too hot. Um, yep. And then Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte or uh, Ty Mello, whatever you want to say, um, their whole just storyline and Sammy Guevara facing um, uh, Scorpio Sky and all of that stuff. Um, and the winner of least favorite moment and who gets my uh, Stash Club Awards uh, trophy or whatever. Drumroll, I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with Theory's Money in the Bank handling is my least favorite Good one. I was mm-hmm. uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti were close. I really didn't like that. But I think that was, you know, it was it was, it was peak end of Vince McMahon era where everything was just real bad. Um, won the Money in the Bank, which I was, I guess it's less of, I mean, I'm also just a notable not Austin Theory fan, but taking myself out of it, more of just like the handling of it. They ended up just kind of like, no pun intended, tapping out of, of it and just, you know, doing the cash in on the U.S. title and then him losing. And it was just, you know, they hit a hard reset, which I, I get it. Um, but like they should kind of kind of a glaring fumble. I'm sorry, a glaring fumble that I think deserves um, the Stash Club Award for it. Uh Oh, you froze up a little bit. You still there? Classic Zoom, folks. Classic Zoom. While Dante is taking a break, maybe I'm frozen. Maybe I'm frozen on my end. He's frozen on his end. Oh, no. All right. Well, I guess I can talk more until he comes back. <laughs> so um, Brock, uh, Brock and Rhonda, I think, I mean, a lot of this stuff, like looking back, is like to start out the year was like the WrestleMania is like, I have a bad memory. You guys know I lose all the quizzes, but we got the, you know, the, the all, all last year's WrestleMania in April, even like thinking back to the Rumble, um, Rhonda and Brock, I wasn't too upset. I don't think at the time. Maybe I don't really remember, but just looking back on it and like where they came from and what ended up happening, it's like, you know, the Rumble. I always like to have a young new guy come in. Um, Ron and Brock kind of taking it from like someone who would have been like cooler to win, and like they're gonna be in the main event anyway, or they're gonna have a prominent spot in WrestleMania anyway. It's just another case of like, you know, they didn't need it. Why did they win? Um, oh, Dante left. Sick. <laughs> this is crazy. This is a crazy episode. Okay, well, uh, we're going to keep rolling here, folks, unless I get a text from him or something. <laughs> uh, well, we can go into our next award, uh, which is Underrated Wrestler of the Year. Hey, Dante's back. Well, okay, I'm glad that the recording didn't end. No, you are good. I've been, I've been recording. I've been, I've been riffing. I've been, don't All worry. Right, do I've it. Been, all right, I'm glad we can. I'm glad we can keep it going like this. All right, we just so uh, theory just, is what you, was I last was what I last heard. I already went through. We're already past. I already went through my whole thing. Um, but we are moving on to underrated wrestler of the year, and I was just kind of getting started with that. I can take. Uh, I can take lead. Glad to have you back. Please, thank you, um, thank you, everybody. We got for mine. Underrated might not be the word for it. I think underrated. <laughs> in terms of what the company sees in them and where they've gone since, uh, I'm going to hook 
Ooh, He's okay. Underrated wrestler of the year. I think he had a really, really fun run, like teaming up with Action Bronson, and he won the FTW title, and he had like his breakout like matches where everyone was like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, I think he had a match like recently um, defending the title, but like he's just cooled off. And I don't think that's to any fault of him or even the fans. It's just all of a sudden, I think AEW just stopped. And I don't know why, because he was the hottest thing. I Um, agree. I think you even said when you went when you went live and he was at the show, didn't they go crazy for him? I saw him win the title live. Yeah, you and saw they him went, win the title. People went yep. nuts. People went bonkers. No, he was on top of the world. And I think I think they needed, unless there's something internally, maybe he's not ready. I don't know. He seemed ready. Um, but I think the next move was moving him off Rampage. I think that was kind of holding him back, and that just never happened. He basically stopped after the match with Action Bronson, and then, you know, what happened? So that is my underrated wrestler of the year. That's a great pick. That's a great pick, John. But I think you're going to really like my pick. Okay. Ooh. The pick. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think you're going to like my pick. So I was at first I had Sami Zayn in my head, but I that was more at the beginning of the year. I think now he's very much like getting the the flowers that he deserves and stuff. So I don't think he's underrated anymore. I'm going Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm saying Shinsuke Nakamura because he is so fucking good. And WWE just doesn't use him. Even with Triple H being back, he might be hurt. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe there's some stuff going on that, like, we just we just don't know about. Maybe he is injured. But as far as just talent to the ratio of talent to being used on television. Let's it, go. I, I don't. He's a, someone that you could pair with almost anybody and you can make a great story with him. Uh, he's a phenomenal face. People love him. The whole entrance, the moves, everything great heel you could ease like you could love to hate the guy he i think he has a great heel character wwe just doesn't use him maybe it's because i hope i'm not saying hopefully because i'm happy he's injured but hopefully it's because he's injured like there's a good reason why um because if there's just he's just floating around they have nothing for him that doesn't really make sense to me so shinsuke is my pick dante i love that pick i really do thank you and i think thank you even very much even to the point i think that's um to speak on how underrated he is I didn't even think of him. He wasn't even on my mind. Exactly. And that's a crazy thing in 2022, one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I've heard, like, not to say he's past his prime, but there are some people saying, like, you know, oh, like, New Japan and NXT was, like, prime Shinsuke. Now he just kind of wants to have his, like, easy contract. He wants to hang out and surf. But, like, who knows? No one one knows what he wants for his career but him. Um, Right. I... If 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 that's true and legitimate and he just wants to take it easy and he's kind of like like semi slowly retiring or whatever you want to call it, fine, more power to him. But like if he's still like, oh, I'm ready to go, put me out there, like you like use him. Right. Hundred percent. It's a really great pick. I want to do a runner up, which I don't think I don't think un, again, underrated terms term used loosely. Mm-hmm. Uh I wish I wish Rey Mysterio had a better spot. <laughs> There you go. Feuding with Dominic, and now he's the the feud with Dexter seems like it could be, or not Dexter, Carrying Cross. Uh, Carrying Cross could be something. Um, let's get my man one more veteran run with a title here. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, he had the match with Gunther not too long ago, the Intercontinental belt. So I mean, he's in. He's floating around the mid card. I mean, I I think WWE, and this is kind of just like foreshadowing. 
Um, but WWE definitely is going to be doing a draft at some that's point next year. So, you know, I think that's going to be a big, you know, that's going to be big for a lot of wrestlers, kind of giving them some direction, fresh storylines, fresh opponents. So maybe that'll be the uh, the spark of that run. And it's been like this for a little bit, but we feel like we're getting into even more of an era where SmackDown and Raw are different, mm-hmm. um, which I hope that mm-hmm. can, the trend continues because there is still a lot of crossover, especially with Roman being. the. I think the biggest champion. reason is because Roman's the double champ. I think right. if once that gets settled, um, you're going to see two very different like brands. It's going to be like a Raw versus SmackDown feel like I it was so. years ago. Because really that's, that. I think that's what fans like the most. And also, like, we're, we're also kind of getting away from it, but just going to the point. It's uh, it also comes down to money in the business. Like, Fox and USA are very competitive in that sense. Like, in past yep. years, when they do drafts and stuff, like, literally, like, Fox was like, we want Bray Wyatt on our, like, on our channel. We want Roman Reigns. Like, they take that stuff very seriously. So it'll be, uh, it'll be cool to see how that works out. But we're not there yet. Let's stick to 2022. I think the next one that I want to talk about, John, is our event of the year. So our huge pay-per-view of the year, which pay-per-view we enjoyed the most. And I'm going to start. I am going to go with WrestleMania night one. So I I was floating around a few different a few different events. I was thinking Clash the Castle. I was thinking like AEW All Out Revolution. I was thinking SummerSlam even. I thought that was a great show. But I'm going WrestleMania Night 1 because, yeah, the return of Cody Rhodes, which was a phenomenal moment. I think it was so, so, so cool seeing, like, the uh, the the son of a legend, you know, leaving years ago or getting released, finding his way, coming back home to chase after the belt he never won. Great presentation. Even better match with Seth Rollins. Um Seth Rollins did a phenomenal job carrying that. Also, I want to point out uh, Seth Rollins did a fantastic job at carrying that feud by himself because Cody Rhodes didn't show up till WrestleMania. So props to Seth Rollins. Um, You had Bianca, Becky, their rematch, which was tore the house down. Might have been the best match of the night. Um, Usos defended their belt. Shinsuke, Rick Boogs. I was going to say, what do you mean Shinsuke is underrated? He was teaming with Rick Boogs. He was with Rick Boogs, and then Rick Boogs uh, like tore his ACL, and that's that kind of ruined that whole thing. So shout out Rick Boogs. Hopefully you come back soon. Um, and then they also had, I think it was Charlotte Ronda, which was, eh. but then you also had Stone Cold returning to face Kevin Owens. And I get it; it wasn't like the five star match. It wasn't supposed to be a five star match. Steve Austin ain't even that type of wrestler in the first place. But just the whole like the whole build up, the whole Kevin Owens like not having a match having the show with Steve Austin and they just do no holds barred. Steve Austin took bumps. Like he literally took a suplex on the concrete. Like he was taking it. Um, It was so much fun. It was just a very cool thing. Uh, Vince McMahon at the end, I think did Vince McMahon. I uh, no, actually I think that was the next night. So actually never mind. Um, mm. But it's just a really feel good moment. Just a guy that you, no one thought would be in a ring again, had a really good match for, for what it was. So I'm going to go WrestleMania night one. You also saw the Logan Paul debut with the Miz. That's also correct, John. Thank you for bringing that up. And Logan Paul debuted, and I, I thought it was a phenomenal debut. So that just added to it. Yes. Match of the night, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Oh, my God. i raving about that match. Can't believe it didn't get five stars. Yeah, I like that pick. I like mm-hmm. that pick. I don't want you to think I don't like that pick. That'd be blast. Oh, no, I, I, think, I, I believe you that you like the pick. But my pick for event of the year. I'm going AEW Full Gear 2022. Okay. Um, that's the okay. event. MJF beat Moxley for the title. 
We had wow. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. We had the mm-hmm. Acclaimed versus Swerving Our Glory. You had the ROH four-away with Jericho, Claudio, Danielson, Guevara, um, skipping Jade Ky- uh, Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose. You had Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in the Steel Cage match. Soraya came back regardless of how that's the a, match quality was. That's a great pick, John. And then you got Sting and Darby putting on a a, a burner of a match for no reason with Jeff. (laughs) That's a great pick. That's a great pick, John. Thank you. Uh, Very recent. But I think that's I think that was AEW's best event of the year for them at their for their side, at least. And that's that was a great pay-per-view to close out the year for both ends. Mm -hmm. No, I think so, too. And like, I think also like Clash of the Castle was up there, even for the sake of like, Everyone I, thought it was gonna be like eh, and then everyone came out of it like, oh, yeah, was good. I was I was thinking Clash of the Castle is my second simply because of where it was and how on fire that crowd was mm-hmm. the entire time. So it was like their first pay per view in what 20, 30 years or something like that. Is crowd that right? Was That's electric. crazy. It was some something along. It was definitely a long time, but like the the crowd was on fire. I thought. The ending, the Drew Roman match. Everyone thought Drew was going to win. Say what you want about the whole, like the actual ending, but like I thought it was very, <laughs> it, it added to the Bloodline story, and it was it, it was what they needed. So I thought that was a cool event. Good runner up. Good runner up. All right, take us into this next uh, category. Take us into the next one. Okay, so we just did event. Let's do, let's do shocking moment of the year, John. If okay. if you don't mind. Okay. Do you want to start with this one? Sure. Um. I got. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'm but be- I'm between two, but I think it would be. I'll give you my runner up. I think this one we need to mention. I think the craziest and most shocking moment in wrestling this year was CM Punk. Everything about it. Um. Did oh he cra- yeah. Yeah. Did he return in 2022. No, that was that was last year. Okay. That was okay. 2021. Regardless, uh, him coming off and like and like, uh, he had you know won the title yeah. in 2022, and then just I think the whole arc of CM Punk in the new year, and then it ending with the media scrum, and then just just him just putting his own foot in mm-hmm. his mouth and causing this whole thing in the backstage thing in the fight that led to the elite uh, getting suspended. Very much a real life and not really like a wrestling storyline shocking moment. But regardless, um, yeah, who would have who would have predicted at the beginning of the year when CM Punk was at, at the top of the world that we would be closing 2022 out with CM Punk, not with a company and potentially no companies wanting anything to do with him and him. I'm not I'm not going to go as far as to say ruin his legacy, but really putting a um, putting a little stain on what could have been one of the greatest returns and one of the greatest return runs, I think, in wrestling history. I like that. I like that. Okay. I see. I didn't think of that. So that <laughs> I think that's a gra- very good pick. And I may have gone with that if I hadn't already decided, because I truly do think this is the shock moment of the year. And I, again, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to dive too deep into the reasoning behind it, but Vince McMahon, stepping down and retiring yeah, i had that. i mean i mean our our entire life vince mcmahon was the guy leading the charge for the last how i mean however long since the 90s 80s um it's it's been vince mcmahon it's been the vince mcmahon show so just the fact that he just retired 
I, I'm speaking for myself, but maybe for a good amount of other people too. I always thought that guy would die uh, in 100%. the role that he had. I thought that that guy literally would would go down with the ship. Like he's not letting go of the WWE, and obviously the circumstances led to him doing that. Um, but yeah, just still the whole situation shocking. Um, mm. and it changed, it changed the course of WWE. I mean, what like impact wise that made a very lasting impact in WWE short and long term. So that's my pick for sure. Yeah, no, I think I, I think arguably, especially I mean, it's funny that we both chose like outside the ring things, but arguably two sure. of the most mm-hmm. shocking, um, shocking one. I can't I can't think of anything more shocking. I had two runner ups. Um I had mm-hmm. um for me I had Logan Paul's performance against Roman Reigns. Um blew my mind. Good one. Um, and then I had Brock Lesnar taking out the bulldozer. <laughs> That's a good one. I think another honorable mention too would have been um recently, but still is MJF turning on William Regal after everything. After William like yeah. I'm not not the shocking moment isn't even William Regal turning on John Moxley, but the MJF turning on William Regal yeah. the I'd say you could after lump, a week after. I'd say that you was could pretty the whole thing. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Sure, just the whole situation. You can say William Regal coming in and leaving after a short amount of time, too. Also, that's something we can briefly mention. Uh, William Regal's contract with WWE starts uh, beginning of January 2023, and he's going to be like the vice president. He's like has a vice president role. So, really, I Triple H is hooking him up. Oh, yeah, Triple H hooked him up. That's crazy <laughs> for Good sure. For Regal, wow. yeah, and w- William Regal, I th- think you may have mentioned this. His kid is uh training yep. with WWE, I believe. So Makes sense. Okay, so hard cut. Uh, again, guys, sorry. This is hopefully a one-time thing. We're we're dealing with Zoom forty-minute meeting times, so, so we're we're cutting through audio and stuff. So just talk or, about shock. If you guys here, like, let's this. jump into. <laughs> if you, yeah, subscribe if you guys, for more. If you, if you guys um, no. like this, this could just be how we do it. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully like the you guys version. don't like this because I prefer not to. Yeah. Well, you can get it. Um, All right. Anyways, so I think so. We just did event shocking. Let's talk about our favorite moment of the year, John. So the favorite thing that happened in wrestling this year for us. So I, I have one main one, and I have an honorable mention too. That's kind of just like a funny one that I'm going to start with. Yep. The 24 seven championship just suddenly getting thrown into the garbage on a random episode of Monday Night Raw. Yes, I think it was about fucking time that that thing got got sent off. Um, It kind of reminded me of um, now that I think about it. Do you remember the spirit squad? Uh, like yeah. uh, the cheerleader group, Dolph Ziggler yeah. was in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they feuded with DX, and they like sent them, like they put them in a um, like a bin, and they shipped them to FCW, which was like the developmental it was, but they just got released essentially. So it kind of just felt like they were just like same thing, just like subtly throwing it in the trash, never to mention of it again. Um, so fun. shout out to you, Triple H. That was a great move. That's a fun runner up. I like that. Thank you. But my actual pick, uh, favorite moment of the year. Um, and this, this is also, uh, this, I'm very happy with this moment. This is especially my fear because I kind of was hoping that this would happen this year. And we've talked about before on a previous podcast, MJF winning the AEW world championship. I am so fucking happy that he won the big one. Just uh, from the very beginning of AEW, he has been the staple. He has been the, 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 I, the reason why people want to watch the show, just he attracts such a large audience. He's such a, 
he's so good at what he does. He's so fucking good at what he does. And we could go on for hours about how much we enjoy MJF because I know you agree with me as well. Um, but yeah, him winning the big one, the way that it happened, the whole storyline with William Regal and Moxley, everything with, you know, the whole AEW title being thrown around and you finally bring, you know, consistency to it. You bring just like a hard reset with uh, with MJF. And I think it was perfect timing, mm-hmm. perfect story, perfect moment. So MJF winning is my favorite moment of the year. I like that one a lot. I definitely had that. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely hard to top. Um, some runner ups for me. Um, speaking of MJF, I had I mean, you could choose any MJF promo from this year, especially when he started getting in the title picture. Um, but a runner up for me was MJF's promo on Tony when he was just fucking screaming in the camera and just like just laying in. Um, I think that was great. I think even just the whole bloodline story um, and you could say specifically, yep. you know, Sami Zayn coining Usi or. Sammy and Jay finally hugging inside of war games. I think that's really, really close up there, but neither of them touch. Um, what I think was my favorite moment is, uh, let me, let me think how I want to present this in the hell in a cell match where you had a certain Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. And mm-hmm. that moment where he slowly takes his jacket off and you yeah. see just his whole, his whole yeah. pec and, and shoulder and whatever just all torn up and the hush that came over the crowd everyone like oh fuck and his whole performance of wrestling through that and them leaning on it with like Seth digging in the kendo stick oh um, yeah yeah that is my that is my favorite moment wow that's a great that's a great moment because also I think that was one of if not their only five star I think it was their the five first main roster five-star match in a while uh-huh. in a while and i think that performance just kind of tells you or shows you all you need to know about cody rhodes and how passionate he is for this business and stuff and just how like much this shit means to him which is which is dope i don't want to give us our own flowers but i think we're nailing this i think we're doing pretty good i think we're doing i think we're doing good. pretty good right now because we're not having like the same answers too you know what i, I mean? thought we're, all we're, our, answer we're, our answers are very respectable I, I I didn't think we would have a lot of the same answers, and I'm happy that I I my uh, I was right because this makes it a lot better. Especially when you're saying ones and I'm saying ones that we never really thought of. So right, it's like, right. damn, I don't know why I didn't think of that. I'm enjoying All right. this. So let's jump into tag team of the year, John. You, you ready for to talk some tag teams? Sure. Okay. So when I think when I thought of this, there's really only two tag teams that came to my mind, and that was sure. the Usos and FTR. I'm yep. I'm ultimately picking the Usos because of just prominence of relativity of just how relative they were all year, um, or <laughs> relative how relevant rev- no how relevant relevant they were all year <laughs> relevant. Sorry guys, um, it's the whole Zoom thing. It's slowing it's me Zoom. off. Um, just from start to bottom, from the beginning of to the end of the year, they were just. <laughs> On start to bottom, <laughs> what does that mean? From the start, start of the year, from, from start from, to from bottom, start. that threw me off. Okay, hold on, it's reset, reset, funny. reset. <laughs> um, they were just uh, every single week on TV, like they were on your screen. They were part of the most uh, important storyline in the WWE, and like I understand, like I think FTR are better wrestlers like technical wrestlers and stuff like that but just like and they had the three world championships i get that but i how i also looked at it is 
FTR is barely even being used by the company that they're signed by. They were barely on TV this year. You know what I mean? It's like, sure, they had the ROH, the NG, the New Japan, the AAA, but like, no offense, but no one really cared about those belts. Maybe the ROH belts were a little relevant because of the whole AEW buying ROH, but like, I don't know. Like, there wasn't much for me, like, for as like setting aside wrestling and how great of wrestling they are, there wasn't really anything for me to like, you know, say that they were better at the Usos. Storytelling, character work, um, not as good of wrestlers, but Usos can put on some fucking great matches too. I just think they're the most complete tag team in wrestling. And you can thank Roman Reigns for like, you know, being a part of making the bloodline story relevant. But like, also I think about it, Roman Reigns like isn't on TV every week. So it's like the Usos kind of, you know, have to carry it a, a little point. bit. And Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn has done a lot with that too. But the Usos have kind of had to carry, you know, a little bit of the load. So, and for that reason, longest reigning champs, they've been champs the whole year. Um, yeah, it, it's the Usos for me. I like that pick. Um, I like that you're just agreeing with PWI. Um, <laughs> I mean, they got it right. I think they got it right. Um, I think I have them in second place. Okay. Everything in me wants to say Death Triangle. <laughs> I was that's why I thought you I was thought you were gonna say um like the Lucha Bros or something like that. They've they've eaten too many losses. I think I think they're for me, they're like number three or four. Um okay. to contradict everything you just said, I'm going FTR. <laughs> okay. No, um, no, that's good. Uh, that's good. IMO. I think the Usos had a way better 2021 or whenever they were feuding with the new day and the street profits like whenever sure. they were putting okay. on just like like i think i think they have yet to top a match like they have had with the usos which is like hard I, to say and, and arguably with not the new day fair. i agree yeah with yeah that. yeah I agree. um but to your point like i also agree like ftr hasn't touched the aw world titles this year um they just lost the acclaimed which i'm happy about like i think the acclaimed I think the acclaim should keep the titles. I think they needed that win to kind of solidify themselves. It doesn't help FTR's ranking, but um, but yeah, I think just being consistent and being um still taking it upon themselves to make sure there's still a name in everyone's mouth, even though AEW might not make it easy for them. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's huge. And also Dax Harwood alone has become like one of my favorite oh, wrestlers. Love him. Love like, him. Oh my love him. God. Yep. I've seen when I was kind of like doing research and refreshing my 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 memory for this, a couple of top ten lists I was seeing had Dax Harwood in the top ten of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. He was um, a, I mean he had some phenomenal matches this year, even solo against yeah. uh, Brian Danielson a few weeks ago too. Hundred percent. I think I think they could easily I mean Usos and FTR easily be swapped. Um but for the sake of it, for them, for the sake okay. of hoping for a better 2023 for FTR in AW at least, um, going FTR. Cool. All right. No, I like that. I like it. I think it, both both teams deserve their flowers for what they've mm-hmm. done this year. So both both deserve the praise. Um, okay. So we have three more. We have match of the year, men's wrestler, and women's wrestler of the year. So I say let's talk about our men's wrestler of the year, John. Okay. Let's right. start it off with you. What do you got? Men. I feel wrestling. I feel like this Good. might this might be one that we get the same. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Well, I don't want to say who I think you have because I don't want to like do any spoilers. There is an okay. obvious. Okay. There is an obvious one. 
Um, I believe there is an obvious one as well. There's an obvious one. However, I'm not picking said obvious one. Um, a runner up for me, obvious, other than the obvious one, which just in case you mention him, I don't want to mention him and spoil it. Uh, Sammy Zayn is a runner up for me. I think great pick. Great pick. I think he's just, he's just, I mean, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say carry the bloodline. I'm not, I, I, but I think he put a very much needed rocket and a little bit mm-hmm. of an injection of something new. Cause like for a while it was good and the promos were still good and they were still dominant. Um, but they needed Sam. They need a little start. extra spice. They, they need needed, extra spice. They needed that. They needed that humor. They needed that excitement. They needed that mystery of why is Sammy in this? What's going to happen now? They got Kevin Owens, and I think without Sammy, there wouldn't be all these different avenues, especially him and Jay, and him and like Jimmy being kind of like on the same side. Mm-hmm. Um, however, with all that said, just sneaking by him and the other guy, I'm going John Moxley. Oh, okay. Twenty twenty two. I think he's had some phenomenal matches. He puts his body on the line, and just the fact of going through, um, he's he's proven he's the guy. Especially with CM Punk coming in and all that stuff happening, it was just kind of like a look. I know you want CM Punk to be the guy. I'm actually the guy. Um, taking on you know getting the belt back after, or retaining it or winning it back, whatever it was. Uh, when all the CM Punk shit went down, going through the tournament, and then Hangman getting injured, so he had the belt again. I think all of this of where it seemed like he was going to lose it or take a break two or three times this year, and then just putting AW on his back and just being like, "I'll be the guy. I'll carry this company." Um, because you know shit's just hitting the fan, and I'm just gonna, you know, I'll I'll do it. I'll put it on my back, and then and then yeah. now now he even lost the title. We all thought he was going to take a vacation. It might be because Renee is in the same company now. So maybe there's less mm-hmm. of an incentive, whatever. Um, but he's still he's still putting on some crazy matches. He's still there every week. Absolutely. Damn. Damn. John. And before b- before you go on, I think because there is an obvious wrestler of the year who has had the best story and he's put on some great matches, but has he really put on better matches than John Moxley this year? Yeah. Yeah. See John now you make a fucking great <laughs> point. No, because it's not even like there's like I have my nominees. I'll go through my nominees, but just kind of just kind of going off of you because although I don't have him picked, spoiler alert, I do agree <laughs> with you. John Moxley because it's just like not even the matches but just look at like the circumstances of AEW like I, everything that goes on and how reliable he was like, that was the guy that just, they fall back on. And he, he did everything that he could for that company. And he did it nearly perfectly. And maybe he it was puts guys over. He, I was just gonna say, maybe it was more of a 2021 thing. I don't really remember, but like, even like getting sober and losing the weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back. Sure. That was this the year, look, not, but it may have been this year, but yeah, sure. just like the, you know, just like a whole new look to him, whole new attitude. Like, yeah, I agree. He definitely was a candidate. Seth Rollins was a candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had um, MJF was another big one for me. That's a good one. But Jeb Cody, I man. hate to. I so I would. I think Cody is not. He he's not who I picked. I did think of him because I do think in the short amount of time in the half a year, like yeah, he had some he had uh, the first five star match in a while for the main roster. 
two, three great matches with Seth Rollins. And just like, even though he hasn't been around to be able to keep his name relevant and like people care about him, I think that's, you know, that says something, but Again, I hate to be that guy, John, but I am going Roman Reigns. I hey, am going Roman Reigns. I just that, that it's should hard be the pick. To, I get it. It's hard, like from a wrestling standpoint, you are a thousand percent correct. <laughs> like John Moxley is the better wrestler than Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns isn't a guy that is going to give you five star matches. But as far as big fight feel mm. and importance, he makes a match feel as big as anything. Like. Shame on that. WWE. Not it's not it's not on Roman or Brock when they say like biggest main event in WrestleMania history or something. Like that's fucking stupid. Like that's WWE like giving you expectations and then it doesn't perform to expectations. But like the match you had with Brock at Mania was fine. That was a typical match. WWE just hyped it up, kind of like Edge and Randy Orton when they had the greatest match of all time. Great match, not the greatest match of all time, but people were thinking that, so people kind of downplayed it. His match with Brock, his feud with Brock was 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 fun towards the end with the Cowboy Brock coming back. Like that was fun. His matches with Balor, Riddle, um, Drew McIntyre, just like little little matches that he had here and there. Like obviously he's on the screen all the time, but how prominent he is and how important he feels even when he's not on the show. Like he genuinely like years ago, people or booing him because you know his stories were trash and he just wasn't doing it but now it's like he feels like the guy and i think wwe has done a phenomenal phenomenal job at building him up as one of the greatest of this generation which i think he's going to go down as one because of his run this past year um when it, when will it end i don't know but from the start of the year to the end of the year that guy has been musty and he has been the talk of wrestling yeah, no, and, I agree he has, with and that. we share the same birthday, and we share the same <laughs> birthday. So it's like it, 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 that, that's really the reason why I decided to go with it. But yeah, it, both, it's just hard it, for me to not pick Roman. Gemini season, baby. Gemini season. Six months from now. <laughs> yeah, um, no, so, I, I again, like, basic pick, but I like all that. I think I think there's no argument that he's the biggest star in wrestling right now. Like obviously, like mm-hmm. like, like I mean, AEW is AEW. It's just not going to be as big as like a WWE star um so i think even off star power alone and having one of the most compelling storylines that people tune in to smackdown raw solely for um no i think that's you like he would have been he was my second pick for sure um yeah it's hard hey, it's hard to argue. pick it's hard to argue against 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 rome and he's just been on a tear yeah will he be that will that same thing happen next year who knows but who knows? at least this year he he gets my uh the first ever men's wrestler SCA award. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Um so we did the men's. Let's talk about the women's wrestler of the year now. And for this one, John, really only one person came to my mind when I when I thought of female wrestler, um, Bianca Belair. Good pick. I mean, Good just pick. just winning the belt at WrestleMania, um, whole I mean, still the champ. I mean, she's what, like eight, nine months now. Um yeah. Just she's as good as it gets. I'm um, holding the belt. She's reliable. She's a great wrestler. She can tell great stories. Um, I'm interested to see where they go now with like the whole WrestleMania season. Alexa Bliss now doing the whole Bray Wyatt turning evil thing again. I just honestly, I didn't really, I couldn't really think of someone that was like a close second. To be honest, you're like, yeah, Becky Lynch, but she was out a lot of the year. Yeah. Um, Bailey just came back second half. No one from AEW, like Tony Storm came to my mind. Like she did have a great year. Yeah. But just like for the entirety of it, I think Bianca was 
I think she like really not carried the women's division, but like really like led the way and she did a great job. So I'm going Bianca. That's a great pick. I like that pick a lot. I think it's hard to argue against that pick. Um, But I got a little bit of a workhorse pick. Okay. I'm going for the 2022 Stash Club Female Women's Wrestler of the Year, Liv Morgan. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Great pick, John. Great pick. Great pick. Bro- I like it. Broke out. And granted, like, I'm not saying she's at the level of like a wrestler as a Becky or Bianca or whatever, but she stepped up. She beat Ronda Rousey. Twice. Let me say twice. that again. Good point. She beat Ronda Rousey twice. First time winning the title. And such a what a feel-good moment that was when she mm-hmm. won the title. And like you could tell all the vignettes too. And it was so real of just like she's so young and how how long she's wanted and finally given that opportunity. And you know, you could tell even like wrestling-wise and character-wise and everything wise, um, she really stepped up. And I think I think she was a really, really strong. Um, champion in terms of, like showcasing the bell and you'd see her on red carpets or late night shows or whatever um she's very marketable and i and i don't mean that in like a in a weird way but like she's saying. very like like brand friendly like you can send her off to events and she'll do mm-hmm. a great job promoting the company and stuff like that like a really good um uh, personality for the like a figure uh, um i want to say figurehead because that makes it sound like a like a really prominent person but you can trust her going out to events and stuff yeah a face of the company exactly john this is why this is why uh, we do this together <laughs> but, but yeah and even like face even, of the company. even her just kind of like breaking loose and now she went through that she went throughout like oh i'm extreme and she was like jumping through tables and shit like yeah like flowers no. flowers to live morgan badass badass pick yeah winning the money in the bank winning the belt yeah doing like holding her own against like doing what she possibly could against ronda rousey we all we everyone knows our opinions of ronda rousey so for her to be able to carry that feud as long as she did flowers mm-hmm. flowers absolutely okay so we have our last award john our final award the stash club match of the year award. whoa this is a big one Whoa, John! I actually had the hardest time coming up with this one compared to any of the other awards. I think I did too, and I think I eventually just kind of went, "All right, I'll give it to this." Like I was like, it was real hard. And I think my brain eventually broke. And I will say, I did look at like a list for this because there's a yeah. lot of matches, there's a lot of wrestling, so you know you forget about some matches, right? So I'll 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 start with this, John. This is the match. This isn't my winner but this was the match that i had like the entire way through uh-huh. i initially had a cm punk versus mgf in the dog collar match at revolution nice i think from from cm punk coming out to his roh theme song and just the roh look that song literally like was in my top 10 played in spotify this year because i i just became addicted to the song as soon as i heard it again speaking, for the first speaking time of that people are going nuts about your gym playlist i you saw it. do i mention my do i mention <laughs> my gym do. playlist a every, lot because people act like it's like a video re- every I, I song like, video you mentioned <laughs> i'm thinking that I, was like, I must mention it a lot like, i don't really think about it i, just I love do, that I people like like remember it's like it's like lord now like oh, it's an old gym bit playlist. hey if people want i got i have a good amount of you might have to drop it you might have i might have to all right well we'll see but anyways, um, just that, the whole, like, entrance, that feel, obviously, the feud, we didn't do a feud of the year, feud of the year, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, that, that's Like, fair. that, and just to this, to close it out, 
just the brutality of it, the the dog collar. It's like a violent match. And the whole thing at Wardlow, just MGF, I need my ring. I need my ring. Can't find the ring. And then all of a sudden, Sam Punk uh, hits him with the GTS. Wardlow, oh, here's the ring. Puts it on the mat. Sam Punk takes it. Hits MJF. One, two, three. Great ending to the match. Loved it. But, John, Uh-oh. then I started looking into... Uh-oh other matches and this is the match that genuinely this like there are matches that you watch like someone you don't really know of that turns you into a fan and it sells you right okay and this match i have wheeler yuda versus john moxley on an episode of ae dynamite aew dynamite excuse me in april this was the whole uh blackpool combat club just started Really, Yuta was trying to get in on it, and they weren't letting it happen. Has a match with John Moxley, and it is just a bloody fucking mess. And it is a hard hitting, just as good of a wrestling match as it could possibly get. Technical wise, the storytelling, the blood. Really, Yuta did a. I mean, say what you want about blading and stuff, but he he did a good job. He sold it well, and the finish to the match too. Just him kicking out of the the his finish moves, the facial. Um, the emotions on John Moxley's face every time he kicked out, like John Moxley is your wrestler of the year. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be like the like no one can beat this guy, like nearly untouchable. And like he couldn't put Wheeler Yuta away. And you saw one of the most unstoppable guys looking desperate. Wow. And it was just, it felt good. I know I'm really getting into this now no, because a, like I remember great. watching that live and then I re-watched it a little bit before the show to like be like, yeah, I have to, yeah, this is definitely it. And then the end. Wheeler Yuta did lose. He kicked out of the shift and Moxley immediately put him into a chokehold. Felt so legit. Knocked out. And at the end, shakes Regal's hand, takes the blood from his face, puts BCC on his chest. That's fucking sick. I didn't know who the fuck Wheeler Yuta was before all of this. And now, dude, everyone knows who Wheeler Yuta is. He's sick. I love him. So for that reason, that is my match of the year. And I'm very proud of myself for picking like a That's non-generic really like good. Roman, like Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre bullshit. Like, no, this That's is really that was my good. match of the year. I yes, wish sir. you went, Thank I you. wish you um, went second because I like that a lot. <laughs> and like I didn't like, mean to um I wanted to set the stage for you, John. <laughs> I know. I damn, I love that pick because I was I was in the same boat and also to preface this it's just you know just who we are it's just you know we're we're not too in touch unfortunately with like new japan yes. or roh like we're aware that like ftr and the briscoes had some amazing matches will osprey mm-hmm. and okada had some ama- you know like it's yes yes it's just, we're we are we're more i'd say we're more than casual fans because like we do watch it and like are very in tune with it but like there's a lot of wrestling guys and also a like, you wrestling. know, not to say anything, but like, you know, like we, you know, working and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to blend in, like to watch like all this WWE, AEW stuff as it is like, and to bring in like NG, uh, new Japan and ring of honor and stuff like that's a commitment. I want to, but it's a commitment. Um, But to touch on, I just want to talk about, I mean, like I, again, I love that pick and I think we're in the same boat. Like that also made me a Wheeler Yuta fan. And I think, and, and I'm notably a huge Blackpool Combat Club fan. I love the idea of it. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I'm curious and nervous where it's going to go now with the Regal stuff. It might disband. I don't know. But um, that was the first one of like, okay, they already had the veterans. Now here's the young guy. But we got a 
beat the shit yep. out of the young guy. I think they even had a set had a <laughs> thing where like I think Moxley or, or Regal or someone said like to join Blackpool Combat Club, you have to bleed with us or yep. something. You like have to that. bleed. Yep. Yep. And then so and Wheeler did it, and then he he lost, but it was like you earned the respect. You did it. You're in the club, kid. Almost yep. like what? Great almost moment. like reminiscent of like very different, but like a young Jeff Hardy of just like him. Sure. Him like him like climbing that ladder and getting that title. Oh, with like, the Undertaker. Yeah. With the, and then I'm then just, at the end, Undertaker shook his hand and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like you like, lost, you, but you like did it, kid. You, that's right. Good comparison. Um, I like that. But my my runner, one of my runner, I I wouldn't even call us a runner up, but I was looking at lists and I do remember really liking this match. Is Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy? I uh, remember the, loving um, Forbidden Door. Yes. Um, yep. Mainly because a big part of it was like, you know, people had expectations with it, and oh, Orange Cassidy is just like he's a great wrestler, but his whole shtick of like the lazy thing. How is that going to mix with Will Ospreay? And it turned out like they both turned it up to like a hundred. Um, oh yeah. Not my pick though. My pick is a little I like I said I like your picks it's so left field mine's not as left field I'm going um Gunther versus Sheamus that's a great uh, that's a great castle. pick clash of the castle mm-hmm. but not that was one of my um that was one of the ones I was considering mm-hmm. as well um yep. and especially for me is I definitely lean the fast paced lucha high flying stuff, yeah this says a lot this to. says a lot for you um you know ray mysterio is my favorite i'm a i'm a elite and death triangle defender um and i usually get bored especially when it's like a you know and this is this is whatever but like as if it's like a braun Strowman versus omos or like you know I, I i get bored of the slow big guy stuff unless they really do it and yeah, and honestly yeah. sheamus and gunther was 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 it had some slow, brutal parts, but also it had some fast, like hard hitting parts. Um, mm-hmm. And also it showed like that sparked the conversation of one. Not only is Gunther like the future and a future champion, he's like here to stay. It also it also made everyone give Seamus his flowers. Bro, of, like so well deserved. So well deserved. And I'm, you know, I'm admittedly have never been the biggest Sheamus fan. He can have some great matches, but like seeing this is like, okay, when, when he wants to show out and when it's his type of match and when he has the chemistry with a fellow, just like brutal guy, um, he really mm-hmm. got the opportunity to kind of showcase it with, uh, with Gunther and, and uh, yeah, match of the year, just really, really just brutal, hard hitting classic wrestling stuff that is just, yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. I, we never talked about it too, but I think when we talk about like, wrestlers that kind of had like a resurgence year i think sheamus is like near the top of that list because Uh like he's always been like relevant i mean he won the wwe championship a few months after debuting like 10 and he's been in the wwe for like fuck since like 2009 2010 he's a veteran so he's been around for so like to be around that long to continue to be like relevant in some way shape or form is impressive but is impressive but like he has like slowed down over the last few years and maybe like, you know, he's been hurt and stuff. So he hasn't been like around too much. Um, But I think the whole like brawling brutes thing, like that really just like was like what he needed. It was just like a night kind of like what Sammy Zayn, the bloodline, obviously very different, but like he needed something like an extra like mm. spark to like get things going, got it going. And again, like that match with Gunther was great. I mean, if you give him the right opponent, like him and Drew McIntyre and the few times they fought, 
burn the house down because it's just another big body that, yeah. that fights that just like has the same fights out like they're stiff like you know they they're they're not like trying to hurt each other but they're like harder hitting than other wrestlers you know what i mean um so like you put him with the right opponent that guy can put on a you can put on the match of the night and i really hope um that we see that match at wrestlemania i really hope that yeah um, i hope they run it back sheamus like gets they bring it back because they did it they've wrestled one-on-one a few times and they could wrestle it's it's like one of those feuds where like they can wrestle ten times, but like the eleventh time could be just as good as the first time that they fought. You I, know what I mean? So I think I think they did a tease recently when I think they did like a six man tag like the Brutes versus um, Gunther's guys or whatever, and they did a little bit of a tease of like Imperium. the Imperium again. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna keep floating around. I mean, it's it's a money feud. People like it. Yeah. Why not? So, but does that uh, okay? Does that's that include... our that's our that's our SCW award show. Wow. First ever. Good. I'm glad we uh we really dressed up for the occasion. We have the the backgrounds and everything like that. Jimmy Garoppolo, we're glad he could make it. Dude, I had plans of like of like being in the studio, like wearing a blazer and everything like <laughs> this. Like I was like, I like had plans. And then I got I got the um the old the old the old Covey. The old Coco. Well, the old Coco. that's all right. This is the first annual. We're going to be back uh, next year. So we'll, we'll, we'll dress up a little better next year. But yeah, so that's, those are our picks. You guys let us know in the comments, you know, tell us your match, your, your men and women's wrestler, shocking favorite, least favorite moment of the year, tag team, all that good stuff. Let us know what you thought of just your overall thoughts of the wrestling world. Just, you know, what happened this past year, um, which brand you think was better Go off in the comments, guys. <laughs> Debate. Have some fun. And be nice. Be nice with be each nice. other. Be nice. And also, just thank you guys again for the constant, continued support of everything that we do. The quizzes, the podcasts, everything. Um, yeah, we're closing uh, in on 20K. Closing in on 20K. And I feel like every single time we mention, like, oh, thanks for the, like, thanks for 14K, 15K. It's like the neat number keeps going up and up. And Crazy. it's going up very quickly. Um, all because of you guys. Thank you again um, for the people that are new. Welcome for the people that are old and found us again. Welcome back. Make sure to let everyone else know that we're back because we're trying to, you know, obviously we had a, we have a new channel and stuff. So we're trying to bring back everyone that was here before. Um, so make sure, you know, you let everyone know because we're trying to bring everyone back here. We love you guys. And we're going to, you know, we're going to see what we can do with what we're working with right now. But I'm glad we got this podcast done, John. Yeah, no, hundred percent. This was like honestly, like, like even though it was it was Zoomer remote, like this was I loved this one. This was great. It's it's different. It's fun. It's fun changing it up a little bit. But well, I think that's it. Um, again, we appreciate everyone. You can follow me. Uh, oh my god, I'm sick at Raspy Taylor. Whatever. It's I'm not. <laughs> You're fake. You're faking it. You're faking it. I don't. I don't. I don't have it in me. You know where to follow me. It'll be on the whatever. Follow John Raspy Taylor on all <laughs> platforms. Check him out, Spotify, YouTube, all over the place. So you can follow me on Twitter at Dante on deck and Dante Toro uh, slash Dante Toro 11 everywhere else. Um, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, we appreciate all the support. And uh, yeah, we will see you for episode six. If we make it, if we make it that far, people are saying we might not make it there. So we'll people see. Saying. Also, for the sake of it um obviously but we're gonna be back in full form soon so just you know yeah yeah if the schedule is a little light this week uh you guys understand but we'll 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 be back to full force soon i'll put it on the community and i'll let everyone know of what's going on yada yada yada. no saturday video at the very least no saturday video so what are you gonna do sorry guys sorry guys all right all right hey all right oh john let's do it (laughs)
Cool. Oh, my shit right. fucks up. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. All right. Peace out, guys.